The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm. Was it good? I'm Ravi. I'm Krishna. And I am Boba Fett. No, that's actually Arjuna. No, no, I'm Boba Fett. We are Was It Good? And we're going to figure that out. And then afterwards, towards the end of the show, stick around because I'm going to pitch Krishna and Arjuna on Archive 81 and why they should spend their nights alone in a dark room watching it. <laughs> now, quick I'm out. I'm already out. You're already out because <laughs> no, it's scary. Anyway, that's Archive 81. Before we get there, <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4. The episode where the Power Rangers did not show up. You well, already, where are you guys? Well, we, saw some, we saw some bikes. We saw some. We <laughs> saw some pre. We saw like some, uh, you know, Power Rangers spinoff. So maybe they were like the Ninja Power Rangers or the, you know, Power Rangers Lost in Space or, or something like that. Are you talking the maybe Turbo during the flashback? Yes, when we see the other androids, the mechanics. Yeah, the whole the cyberpunk movement apparently is widespread in Tatooine, and uh, is making a roaring comeback. Well, actually, it's on the rim or in the outer rim. Or in the Outer Rim Planets on Tatooine, in the Outer Rim of Mos Eisley, there happens to be a punk... Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, only for the youths. <laughs> for the youths. What do they call themselves? Mods? No. Yeah, mods. Something they call them... Yeah, I forget that. They call it, apparently, like, too cheap to cover up stuff. Because we've obviously seen cybernetics in Star Wars before. Most famous is Luke's the, hand. Luke's hand, right? But, like, obviously, he gets covered up with synthetic skin and everything, so... Essentially, they're just taking the idea of people who do that, but they're like, no, it's cool to show it off. and like Show off your mechanical be, yeah, parts. Be, like, mechanical. Well, it's also it's very, like, you know, that entire scene during Boba's, you know, potentially last flashback, um, when he takes Fennec, obviously, to, to this parlor, it's very like a tattoo parlor, right? Mm-hmm. Where you show up without an appointment, money talks, obviously, where it's like, yeah, I'll get the work done. Obviously, in this case... Instead of some weird artwork or whatever in your arm, you're trying to save someone's life. So wait, I wait. If I go show up with like a bag of cash to a tattoo parlor, mm-hmm. I get to cut the line. Yes, definitely. I can. I want to try that. Actually, we can go to my guy, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my guy. What kind of? What kind of? Does he accept like Monopoly money? I mean, so f- just a quick side story. Like my ta- my first tattoo was the Imperial Cog. And the way I got it was, you know, one of those weird fun nights in West Hollywood. <laughs> and then deciding in the spur of the moment, I want a tattoo. And then going to different shops. And all the shops were like, no, you need an appointment, you need an appointment. Because a, a big thing with tattoos, obviously, because it's permanent. And a tattoo artist, they want to make sure that you're comfortable with it. Yeah. So they'll try and do, like, multiple, um, you know, session or, like, previews or whatever to make sure you're comfortable this guy um tattoo mania on uh sunset boulevard in hollywood rocco owner of the shop i walk in like i want this he's like cool hey uh do you guys know anything about it stuff yeah help me out so we just bartered so i helped him with it stuff and he gave me a free tattoo (laughs) that's actually incredible and then i got addicted and then i got all these other tattoos man so you, haven't got ta- you haven't got a tattoo in a while, though. I haven't, and this is all still Star Wars related, so it's kind of it kind of works out. Works. And the last tattoo I want to get, and I've been waiting for whenever Star Wars celebration in Anaheim happens. It's supposed to obviously be in twenty twenty or yes. twenty yeah, twenty. Then it was supposed to be in twenty twenty one. Then it was now supposed to be in twenty twenty two. Who knows if it's going to happen? But I want to get the mud horn uh, that you see on Mando's armor. Um, I want to get that right here on my. Um, you stole my one word impression. Mud horn. You'll see. Oh. Tatooine. Tatooine or tattoo? No. Oh. He doesn't say like Boba. He doesn't say Tatooine. He says Tatooine. 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 Yeah, he needs to get his English check. Hey, 
<laughs> you dare <laughs> insult Boba Fett. And Boba Fett. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Bubble I want to get a, like, that would be my one of the last tattoos, I think, to get. Because oh. I'm getting old. Nice. Well, no, no, you are old, specifically. Thank you. You're welcome. And that will be all from you on this podcast. Thank Goodbye. you for your time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's get into Christian's one more impression because uh, he seems like he really wants to tell us. Mandalorian. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this because of the best car thing? No. This is, car. Okay, this is uh, directly the end of the episode. Um, uh, Fennec turns to Boba and says, I know where we can get help. And you just hear very distinctly the Mandalorian theme. Do you not think they're trolling? I thought no. about that for a bit. I think they're going to bring in Mando. Why, why wouldn't they? Ludwig does, obviously, the music for Mando. That is one of his songs. Yeah. This. It's the Mando theme, though. Sure. But at the same time, like, I don't know. To troll, to troll it, it could be a troll, but it'd be a waste of that theme. You're, in fact, you're just lowering Star Wars is also the like impact of that theme song. To, like, time. not to romanticize Star Wars, but I feel like Star Wars takes itself pretty seriously in terms of, like, its cinematic Have you met relevance. the fan base? <laughs> To, you oh. know, in terms of its, you know, its cinematic relevance. So I think just to like drop in that music cue and then have no follow up would be like a big slap in the face. However, there is the entire issue of the sequel trilogy and you know following up on certain threads and not. Sure, but the so maybe it is a troll. But, but the sequel <laughs> trilogy, though, that's because you went from one director to a different director, then back to another director. So because it was not one continuous story. That's obviously why you have problems. I'm going to let you in on a little secret about Book of Boba. While with Mando (laughs) and Book of Boba so far has been, um, I was going to say Kevin Feige, John Favreau and um, Filoni and uh, George Lucas's, you know, adopted son. Filoni Filoni. and Robert Rodriguez. Um, Apparently, yeah. well, yeah, the third, the third brother, the the, the Robert Rodriguez part. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the way that this, so here's my, you know, completely my hot take. Remember when we used to do hot takes? No. My hot take is Robert Rodriguez is too involved in this show because I think this show, and this will be my one-word impression, is a little disjointed. Mm. Just you've like used, You've used now. it before. Ben. I don't not, know. On, not on Book of Boba. No, no, but he's used that one word before. Sure, but like a lot of things in this world are disjointed. Hey, you didn't let me use Incredibles again. That's different because that's not a real word. Word. It's two real words. No, but you can't. You admit it's two words. We're only allowed to use one word. Sounds like we have some arbitrary decision making. (laughs) As the, you know, in facto, not actually hosto. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck you just said. Boom, I just made up some words. In facto, de facto, wait. In fact, de facto, facto, de facto, hosto? No hosto. And you won't use those words again. The hosto. can't remember them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, while I still enjoy this, sh- this <laughs> while I still enjoy what's happening with the show, this episode solidified to me that this show had this book of Boba specifically had some cool ideas, but I think Robert Rodriguez specifically, maybe Favreau and Filoni, I don't know how involved they are as they were into Mandalorian, but this show seems much more disjointed than what even Mando kind of gave. Right, Mando. As much as I complained about the the mission hunting and what the whatnot. quest of the week, the quest of the week type of thing. There was still a there was still a, a consistent story. Right. Um, I think the issue that book of Boba ran into was they wanted to have these flashbacks and then this present day. And I think the method that they used honestly hasn't been very good. With no, it's like a mess. It's a fucking it, mess. And it just narratively has not really worked. Um, and it has, it's kind of led to some disjointedness, right? I think there are, 
certain things about the show and like certain things about this episode I really loved. Like the like a uh, uh, fire sprayer going o- like flying over the the speeder bike gang and raining havoc. I'm like, this is the Boba Fett. Bo- Boba's back. Fun fun yeah, fact. I'm like uh, just he's like the death like the death stare in his eyes as he's just killing them all. Yeah, Amazing. I was like I was Incredible. like finally this is the guy we've he, been waiting. His for. Eye, I'm pretty sure his eye was twitching because um, <laughs> he was happy. Fun fact though, so uh, I, obviously we tape the pods and then I usually do the thumbnails when we post this fully to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash was good. Cool plug there. Uh, I did, uh, I took that screen grab of him shooting the biker Amazing. gang and then I put a quote, now this is pod racing. <laughs> oh man. Hey, too soon, man. Too soon. I mean, it, it works though. Like that, that <laughs> phrase though in like the Star Wars lore is like when something, when you when you want Star Wars to be a certain way, and then when you finally see characters or actions or things in Star Wars become that, that's now it's it's Anakin being like, yeah, this is pod raising. This is now this, this is, is the thing we've been racing. waiting for. And like a lot of people toward Junior's part, a lot of people like. You know, we're very happy to see yeah. a violent fucking Boba Fett. I, I mean, that, I mean, as much as we want to obviously like make this character a hero, as he is the protagonist of the show, and it is a Disney Plus, so they're not going to go full like you're rooting for the bad guy, Breaking Bad, the Boba Fett edition. They're not going to do that. Breaking right? Boba, like That's what it should have been. You know, it is nice to have some of that. Like, oh, this guy like murders people. This guy can fuck shit up. This That's guy, what we've been waiting for. This guy fucks. Like he doesn't. You don't have to like make him a like all the way this ruthless killer, but like he has just been getting his ass kicked most yeah. of the season, and that's just so different than the image that we got from the original trilogy and some of the backstory with him in like comics and stuff like that and, and novels and whatever. So it's, it is nice to finally see him get a win. And especially last week, one of our chief complaints was like, <laughs> he was just letting people walk all over him, right? Like all these people were disrespecting him and doing shit. And he's like, you can take your prisoner back. You are, you can live, you know, you're, all, you're free. All this other type of stuff. Like we, the only ruthless part we saw is when he like blew up that one, one guy. Cool. In, yeah, in episode blew, one. Right. Yeah. In episode one. Chapter so one. it was nice to get that again in terms of just like, oh, Boba can fuck shit up, and it definitely se- like they obviously, you know, at the end of the episode are really implying that there's some type of war coming now, like on Tatooine. So hopefully we get to see that ruthless killer that is Boba Fett because he is a killer. The other the other thing too is that makes it more of a shame is that we've seen him, uh, in like Clone Wars and Rebels, I think, and as a kid he was pretty non Rebels. Oh, just, just, Clone Clone Wars. Wars. just Clone Wars. So in Clone Wars, he's like a pretty like he's an asshole. ruthless. Like he's like he, he's he, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. I only he's say not this, he's I not like I only say that he's an asshole because I recently decided to just randomly start rewatching random arcs in Clone good. Wars. That's good. And in season four of Clone Wars, there's an arc where Obi Wan goes undercover because Cad Bane and Dooku have a plot to capture Palpatine. But in order to like get the right bounty hunters together, they have like a whole weird fucking contest yeah. with a bunch of a tournament, essentially. <laughs> but Cad Bane and Boba Fett are in the same prison together, and Boba Fett is like Cad Bane's like little lackey, right. 
And <laughs> Boba Fett gets in like the face of like Obi Wan undercover, and he's just like a whiny little asshole. Yeah, like the entire time, it's great. Right, I believe th- um, <laughs> when Clone Wars was first canceled, right? Obviously, it's been revived a couple times. <laughs> like uh, I think season when season five was its final season, or yeah. season six, or whatever it was. Well, s- season five was the final one on net television. On television, season the first six was, was the on Netflix, Netflix one, and then season seven was the final final. Right. Uh, but w- so when that was happening, and Filoni kind of did those um, at the celebration and whatnot, the and showed the story, the, yeah, showed the yeah. previs and the storyboards. I believe one of the stories was another story with like Boba and Cad Bane, um, you know, Cad Bane kind of mentoring him and, and Ventress too, him. yeah. And but I think Cad was supposed to die, like they were gonna have like a duel, and and Boba was supposed to beat him, and that was like another step in his evolution of being, you know. A, a fearless bounty hunter. He takes down basically the top bounty hunter in Cad Bane. Hmm. Well, we know that Cad Bane obviously survives, and he shows up in Bad Batch. F- in Bad Batch, in a Fennec episode. Yep. Um, before we get into the whole flashback and when Fennec and Boba first quote meet in the flashback, uh, my one word is actually going to be flashback. Wow. Get out. <laughs> Just because I th- <laughs> I truly believe, and I am hoping, real quick, that the flashbacks are done. And we just continue the story here. And if you want to do some flash anything, just do flash forwards. Um, flash forwards are fine. R- Ravi, no. we definitively know they're over because when Boba Fett <laughs> came out of the back to sink, the robot said, You you have now completed your back to your back to treatment, your back to tank treatment. Say that five times fast. Exactly. And and then <laughs> I, I, I I honestly thought I was gonna hear like the mission complete music from a video game. Or did you or see the uh, Xbox achievement yeah. thing just shoot through achievement unlocked. Unfortunately, I don't wanna Chapter one ended. I don't wanna burst anyone's bubbles. Um but Fennec comes in at that moment and says, Oh, you're all healed up and then he said, On the outside. Scars on the inside take longer to heal. <laughs> so maybe there are still more flashbacks as he deals with his trauma. No, I mean, there, are, there is... <laughs> I'm kidding. There's only one other flashback I think they could dive into, and that is the Camino ones from when he's a kid. And I could think, if, like, the next three episodes, right, are he's going to be in war or whatever, he, he obviously they have the back to tank, so mm. he could get fucked up again, and then there's another flashback episode where it is just him as a kid. <laughs> he, like, loses an arm. Now he's in the back to tank for longer. <laughs> so the, the flashbacks are now, like... <laughs> You know, the episodes become two hours long as he has to. But it's also interesting with these flashbacks because, you know, another. (laughs) I don't know if it's a complaint necessary, but another error that they didn't really help us, the viewer, kind of understand was the time spent. Yeah. You know, if you look at the episode without kind of diving into all the subtle clues in terms of where things are happening in Boba's timeline in conjunction with the Mandalorian's timeline. You would argue, like you would argue, that his time with the Tuscan Raiders appears to be like a couple weeks, maybe a couple months at most. Right. But in fact, it's actually close it's to years. Like five years yeah. that he's with them. And what's more concerning, in my opinion, is the fact that the events of attacking the Pike train to the Tuscan Raiders being, you know, massacred by the Pikes and the biker gang, that whole conflict and everything looks like it takes place in a couple of weeks as opposed um, to what I originally thought, which was, I originally thought it was, you know, he got saved by the Tuscans for the little bit, and then they all get slaughtered, and then five years pass, and then stuff happens. But it's actually, he's training with all the Tuscans. He's training with the Tuscans for like five years. Yeah. Which is crazy. You don't get that at all. Star Wars does 
have a problem, I think, when it comes to time. Like, episode five is notorious for Luke is on Dagobah for what appears to be two, three days, while Maybe Han, a few weeks. Maybe, maybe a few weeks. Well, well, it's supposed to be, but it appears or it comes across as a couple days while Han and Leia's whole thing of running away from the Empire, going to Bespin, all that, that's a couple weeks, mm-hmm. right? So Star Wars has always, like, had this problem where, like, portraying time is funky, hmm. which I guess is inherently a problem with space travel. You also have to think of, like, space travel. Like, when you're traveling, you're, like, aging differently, too. So, like, someone did the math of, like, how long Luke is traveling, like, versus how long Leia right. is traveling just in the movies. And, like, Luke would be, I think, like, two years younger than Leia. Star <laughs> like Wars by doesn't... Time, by the time they, like, get through light speed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Star Wars uh, just ignored that whole thing. Yeah. Like, they just don't deal the with it. The only, so. like, sci-fi series that I think has really ever kind of, like... Actually, there's two shows now, or two series. Star Trek has always kind of done, I think, a good job of portraying and making sure that you understand the mechanics of uh, space travel. And then, more recently, uh, Foundation. Because Foundation relies heavily on a, you know, traveling space bearing society and time to in order to tell its story. Mm. You know, between the space weird long people and then the slow travel with boosters or whatever. Mm. So. A producer uh, put an interesting tidbit. So in Star Wars, they don't actually travel by light speed. It's hyperdrives, which uh, could be a different alternative dimension or form of travel or yeah it, it might uh bending of space i know they explain it in some thing that i haven't read like i think it's explained in a novel maybe sure thrawn or but then i'm just yeah. throwing characters now apparently maybe some things in the new one kind of contradict that but yeah hyper oh. hyper hyperdrives are supposed to well yeah because different thing. yeah different. um laura dern's character in episode eight when she nukes all those fleas that wasn't hyperdrive cool. wouldn't that be light speed yeah no, it was hyperdrive cool. I yes. thought that was light speed. It was using the hyperdrive. Right, uh, but if they were to use an actual hyperdrive, she wouldn't have been able to do that because it would have uh, opened a, a black hole, a, hole, yeah, a wormhole, and then shot okay. it yeah. So that was, yeah, that would have been light speed that she So was maybe they have at. both technologies. Yeah, maybe. And they can kind of like tur- turbo, yeah. hyperspeed for turbo. Story or like <laughs> they need Whatever <laughs> works. Plot device. <laughs> they need to de age. They just takes. turn on the light speed. Whatever yeah. it takes. Whatever so keeps everyone the same age. Back to like the whole idea of flashback. So obviously we get a big, you know, big portion of this episode is the flashback. And Christian was willing to basically bet his life and his future savings um, that Boba and Fennec knew each other. But unfortunately, no, we no, didn't no. get I it. I said this will tell us this will this will uh, sort of, I think, set the stage for Bad Batch. So I said if Boba and Fennec recognize each other then there's a strong bet that Fennec and Boba are going to meet in Bad Batch, in a season of Bad Batch. The fact is, though, they didn't. They didn't recognize, they they know of each other, but they don't seem to know each other before that. So that whole theory just went out the window. That I don't think is necessarily true. I think what they did and in terms of their meeting was smart, where... They are aware of each other. They know of each other. Right. Yeah. Right. Like they she don't knows seem who, to have met. She knows who a Boba Fett is. Yeah. He knows who a Fennec is. It they know who a Fennec is. Right. <laughs> they, it doesn't mean, though, like they didn't cross paths or something occurs. Right. Right. Because uh, in, in he, Bad Batch, like. Uh, and uh, they talk about it a lot, right? Like he always wears his mask, right? 
right? So potentially that's true. she's running into a, a young version of Boba who's just masked up. Because even when he's like, I'm Boba Fett, she's like, bullshit, you're not. He's dead, right? Yeah. Because um, that's what everyone's heard around the universe, right? And he's this, this masked bounty hunter that, that's around, but he's clearly different. I think they're also trying to, you know, he's so scarred up, he's unrecognizable, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, again... He it, he has the same face as all of these clones, and we know for a fact yeah, that's true. Fennec has ran, run in, even though the Bad Batch are altered and look different. Yeah, she's she would, clones. She would recognize him at least as a clone. Yeah, but right. I think, and, and maybe this is part of where the show's disjointed. I don't think they did a good enough job of like scarring him up to be unrecognizable. But I think they're trying to tell you like, yeah, he's unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. Uh, well, he didn't. Yeah. Either way, I didn't see it. Didn't to me that connection, yeah. that meeting didn't seem to imply that they have worked closely together. Right. Maybe they, they've crossed paths, but I don't think they've necessarily worked together. They didn't seem to have developed any other relationship yeah. in the yeah. past. So, um, so you can you know forget Bad Batch. It's not happening. I kind of hope it does now, just so that you can eat your words. Well, yeah, but then I knew like they did a terrible job in Book well, of Boba. I, I think that's the theme though. Here is like <laughs> they like there's a there's a couple of cool ideas. Yeah, it's just the execution I don't think has been great. It has not been great. It's, it has not made things obvious. Again, like going back to like the time stuff, the fact that I didn't really kind of place the time stuff until I watched a couple of like other YouTubers yeah. and read a, a couple of articles and read an interview. From like Morrison, that actually kind of even like lays it out. Then it kind of like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm. But watching it and like seeing what you're just given at face value it makes it a little difficult, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, we finally get to see the ship that I had been waiting to see forever. It is no longer Slave One. It is now called Fire Spray, which um, is interesting because. Fire Spray is not necessarily the name of the ship. It is the type of ship. Oh. Right. So Wikipedia had a new article that showed up like two weeks ago. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. And Fire Spray, basically, the, like the you know, quick summary here is Fire Spray ships are like uh, um, courier-type ships for traveling and moving of cargo. Uh-huh. Um, they're not usually used for like... Bounty hunting? Bounty hunting. So his is obviously Boba Fett's ship is heavily modified, modified. Um, which is interesting. And there is obviously a big connect with fire spray ships and Mandalorians. Which do, did, do, 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 um, did uh have we did they say in the show or in something uh where the name Slave One went? I know obviously we know on the outside world no. why it's not being he used. He just calls they it fire spray in the episode. He's that's like, it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Before not this episode, Morris, Tamara Morrison had done a couple interviews where he was asked point blank about Boba Fett's ship. Yeah. And which I also thought was interesting. Like if you look at some of the interviews, no interviewer calls it yeah. what we have been referring which makes sense. Like Disney PR Star Wars people. They, they want to get rid of the name. And I think it, that's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. I think it's fine. There was a lot of, like, and I'm going to generalize here, a lot of Midwesterners that weren't happy with that. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Idiots. Idiots. But I think it's fine. Like, I call it Boba Fett ship, whatever. Like, uh, I, think, that's I think there's a big missed opportunity here, right? Fire, to call it what? They, they should have called it Fire Starter. 
and, and then, then what? They could have used out in the law. In they could have used the prodigy. Just get prodigy Firestarter. Firestarter. I would be the song. Prodigy, like prodigy's part of Star Wars. That feels like a Robert Rodriguez thing, you know? No, like he, if you can have, you can have the hue as part of Star Wars, you can have fucking prodigy. It's well, the hue's a little different because it's no, throat it's singing so? and it's not English. Did you hear that weird song we heard in the parlor? Uh, you know, in the um the mod parlor on Tatooine, uh, yeah. when they're you know the whole montage of putting Fennec back so together. So the, the was band. like, I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I was just doing techno. Apologies, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, but the uh, individual who was kind of like the head modder, the one that actually mods, yeah, um, Fennec. That song you were listening to is was actually his? his song. That's what I'm saying. He's an artist. I, unfortunately, I don't off the top of my head his name, but he he's the artist that did that. It was music, Kanye. Kind of we can totally cool. get Prodigy. Wasn't Kanye. Prodigy. Prodigy. Um, can be a bunch of like modded humans in this world. They can just be, you know. Oh, that sucks. The lead singer. Yeah, he he died. Oh, so the band is not even active anymore. Correct. It's probably a good bet. Um, other things, obviously, in terms of things that are happening, we have um, Arjuna, help me out here, Black... Kersantin. Kersantin. What was his nickname that... BK. Uh, the twi- was it BK? No, no, the Twi'lek, um, she gave him, uh, said his nickname. I thought it might have been Santi. I think, she, I think it was Santi, yes. Yeah. I think it was Santi, So Santi. Yeah. So obviously he goes to, you know, murder or beat up a couple of the patrons. He only rips his arm off. He's still alive. Yeah. Oh, and Fine. like, we know in Star Wars you can like grow a new one. Yeah, the back to tanks. Back to tanks. Um, so obviously he's got some problems. He's just got some anger issues. I mean, who doesn't in Star Wars? Well, do we know Kylo? why? Do we know <laughs> why he doesn't like uh, those particular group of uh, aliens? Trandoshans. Trandoshans. Yeah. Do we know why? Uh, no. So he was. <laughs> so in the comics, actually, it's kind of a throwback to his time in the comics. He was captured and forced into these gladiator pits, right? Where he was basically forced to fight them. Uh, and then some other Tredoshians. Trandoshians. Trandoshians um, kind of moved him around. So he has like a big distaste right. for them. And she mentions she mentions yeah. the his gladiator days yep. and whatnot. And a lot of people think um, his gladiator days, I think, would put him right in line of being on Tatooine in the gladiator pits around the when the Obi-Wan show is set. And he also has a history with Obi-Wan in those comics. So a lot of people think... He's gonna a younger version of him will show up in Obi Wan. If I had to guess, he's gonna be in the background in a shot, or maybe he's just gonna be, you know, in it to win it. Yeah. Real quick, why <laughs> is Boba copying Han Solo? In what way? So oh, he's gathering a team. Han Han has Han has a Wookiee best friend. <laughs> Han has a lady friend that's always around. Boba has a lady friend that's around. Boba now has a Wookiee. Why is Boba copying Han? They both love their ships. They both love their ships. Both uh, are seeking respect. Do they both? Does he have a son that's going to stab him? And the, the I chest? don't know. We don't know Boba's <laughs> full history. Real quick, hey, can I depress you both real quick, just for fun? Sure. I love depressing people. We all, as fans, believe Boba died at episode at the end of episode six, right? Yeah. For the most part, right? His story was in our minds kind of done. Right. We're now building him up. And giving him all this story, it's been hit and miss. We'll see what happens. But at some point, this character will have to die. Yeah, doesn't everyone. that make you sad? No, no. He's, pr- he's probably going to die in this show. Wow, that's depressing. Books have a beginning, middle, <laughs> and an end. <laughs> and if it's named after a person, <laughs> oh boy, that's true. If it's named after a person, then the natural ending oh. is. Their death. That's like a, my theory about Attack on Titan that we were talking about earlier. With, um, was it Flacco? 
Flacco? No. Falco. Flacco. 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 Joe Flacco, quarterback, ex-quarterback of the Yeah, Ravens. that was my theory. He's going across dimensions. <laughs> oh, my God. God, Joe Flacco appears in Italian Time. I'll quit. Uh, also, with... um, What was the nickname? Saudi? No. Santi. Santi. Saudi. Santi. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, I, I see it. Thank you. The other thing with Santi in the comics, his knuckles get replaced with, like, metal electric knuckle things mm. like very kind of like uh wolverine-esque yeah like those things are i guess are like they're part of they're not he's not wearing them he's not wearing like they're a part of knuckle him. yeah wow, that's pretty that's cool. pretty fun so he's up. a modded wookie yeah well he's part of he's part of team boba now so team, team boba is a bunch of freaks so i mean inevitably when like you know mando comes i guess he wouldn't have grogu with him but it'd be fun to get like a <laughs> spin off of. of well, wow, you, you got rid of your face. Yeah, you're like, this. he doesn't have Gogu with him. You're like legitimately sad. What's I thought up? I saw a tear forming. Hello, darkness. Uh, you know, that Everyone might be so Grogu is like. Do I have a small Grogu for you to hold? I have a big one. You got a big one right there? there you That's go. mine. It's my guy. Are you going to take that with you when you leave? Yes. Nice. I paid 20 bucks for this that. This is going to be his pillow. Uh, weird. He'll turn yellow. But uh, it'd, be f- <laughs> it'd be funny to get Black Chrysanthemum with like Grogu, you know? Just like grading down, it'd be like a Groot, you know, rocket type of. Uh, That'd be kind of fun. Thing. That'd be cute. Um, and but, cute. but real quick, obviously, like you know, you know, um, he is modded. The mods are modded. Fennec is modded. <laughs> There's a lot of like cyberpunk modded stuff happening. Is this something that makes sense in Star Wars? Because up until yeah. this point, we've seen the cybernetic stuff. It's mostly a Sith trait. It's mostly a limb, a full limb, and it's mostly done by a loved one. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it totally makes sense in the world. I don't love the execution in the show. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't like the colorful bikes. Yeah, doesn't fit on a sandy planet where everything is brown and sandy colored. Well, I'm not talking about the like. Let's let's ignore the colored bikes. If you're really upset about it, uh, what I'll do is I'll download the episode, color correct them so they're more dull for you. And that'd be that'd be amazing. Be Christian Thank actually you. started a movement. He said, hashtag not my Tatooine. Um, <laughs> but I'll say this though, like the mods that we are seeing where they are exposed, like Tatooine is a poor planet. Yeah. Right? Like if we're looking at the higher arc in terms of classism that is the Star Wars universe. You know, folks like Anakin, who is part of the fucking Jedi Council, who loses his arm episode or his wrist or whatever in episode two, he's part of this like high class Jedi Order thing that really doesn't give a fuck about money. So he's obviously going to get a nice, beautiful new hand. You're not going to be able to tell. Well, these poor saps, unfortunately, live on a desert planet. They can barely afford it. That's why it looks like this rough and tumble, broken y, cyberpunky looking thing. Right. I mean, like I said, it makes sense because the technology is there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I see what you're saying. Like an outer rim planet that, you know, does seem to be uh, technologically a little bit lower than other planets. Well, um, I would say it's technologically. I just think it's a wealth thing. Yeah. Like, I'm sure people have the technology or the know-how to do it. Yeah. But to cover it up and do it in such a way that you can't tell, it's going to be costly, That costs right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Cost totally. That's why Fennec has the exposed... like. Look at plastic parts. boobs. If you have money, <laughs> you can't tell. If you don't, you usually can tell. It's the same idea. You're welcome. I've finally oh, done man. it. I have I have connected fake boobies and Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Does that mean fake boobs aren't recyclable? Oh man. Aren't they? 
Well, plastic never degrades. Well, I mean, plastic is recyclable, but like it never. Yeah, how does that work? Like, never like if a person is, you know, they d- pass away, and they have like what happens to that fake boobies? Yeah, <laughs> everything. Like, is it biodegradable? I don't think. But then, if it is biodegradable, then you're fine. But I don't. But know no, if no. It but is. then, if you have it in you over time, would it degrade anyway? This is a great. You're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to look up. Uh, this is the. You're gonna have to look up. Uh, the I think we have a spinoff show. Was it boob? Was it boob? Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> other questions here under speculation lane because we like to speculate. Hey, Fennec. Yeah. Right. Fennec. Not recognizing Bob. Actually, we kind of talked about this. I'm gonna yeah. skip over yeah, that yeah, one. I don't want to bring that up. That one. Yeah. Um, the big. I guess the big one here is if. The big thing with this episode was it was kind of an info dump in terms of why Boba? <laughs> you know, like, why are you doing what you uh, do, Boba? Uh, we were hoping to get more of this, I think, kind of built up. Sure. Instead, what we kind of got was, you know, s- got out of Sarlacc Pit, got robbed. <laughs> Raiders kind of brought you in family, Vin Diesel style. Family. F- you know, family gets murdered, now revenge. And then that's kind of where we're at. Essentially, well, one there's one extra step. He tell he he tells Fennec that um, he's tired of being a grunt, and he's tired of idiots giving them the orders and getting bounty hunters and other people killed. He's like, clearly, there's a pride thing here. He's like, we can do it better. We're smarter than them. We're in the know-how. We've been in this line of business for a long time. Uh, so that's like the next step. Like I, he's getting past revenge now, and he's just looking to be like. Like, he's just so over, it seems to be, he's just so over this, like, hierarchy of uh, yeah. imbeciles at right. the top. Which, I think we can all, you know, you know. I think we can all agree I, I that it. in the real I world. I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. You know, I think everyone feels like that at some point with uh, the hierarchies that they are uh, forced into. I'm sorry. So- sounds like Chris- we got a diva on our hands. Christian, are you saying that I should walk into my job and just say, I'm Boba Fett? I, I will lead with respect. I am Boba Fett. <laughs> you can do that. I don't think it's going to get you very far. I think this is... So but. there's a whole anti-work movement on, like, Reddit, and the big, like, resignation is happening. Krishner is a big supporter if you go into it with the idea that you are Boba Fett, and you can Boba do it better. Fett. Actually, speaking of that, uh, real random aside here, but England is actually piloting a four-day work week um, for a bunch of companies. Tokyo already did it and yeah. it worked well. A lot of countries are starting to pilot it. You know, for us though, that work in sports, that doesn't work. So that sucks. Considering most of us work six days a week. No, <laughs> that just sounds like poor time management on your part. I don't make my hours. <laughs> well, who does? Boba Fett? Roger Goodell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. The NFL dictates all. Uh, okay. Big question here before we go into bold predictions and all that fun stuff. The answer is yes. Big question. Okay. As we know, at the end of the episode, we hear the beautiful team music of I Mandalorian. Know, I know the hot take here. I think the Boba theme is better than the Mando theme. Get out. Yeah. Can you, Mr. Producer, can you cut his mic? No, don't get me wrong. I like the Boba theme. But it, it is not I, better. I think it's better. It is not better than I think the it's better. I honestly, Archie, the <laughs> part of the Boba theme where the, the singing starts like, ah, that part or whatever, <laughs> like, I feel like that was done as a joke. Like, it feels like a goofball joke. That's that's a clear tribute to, like, the Tuscan Raiders and then that tribal type of community. Sure. The fact that you're making fun of it I'm just shows <laughs> your ignorance. Sure, fine. <laughs> but at the same time, from a musical standpoint, it feels like a goof. You like the hue. <laughs> 
That's different. Who go, whang, whang. That's throat singing. <laughs> that is how you being way more ignorant. Oh, That's literally like an actual real people. It's like the Tuscan Raiders. Oh, They're not man. a real people. What? They're real. Tatooine's real. Fuck off. In our minds. Tatooine. Anyway, Krishna is obviously a big believer that the Mandalorian will show up. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm the only one. Somehow. I'm a big believer that he won't show up and it's going to be other Mandalorians that we've seen, like maybe the armorer or um, the big guy played by John Favreau. Let me ask you this. Why yes. would they show up to help Boba? Because they're bounty hunters. But why? And like Boba doesn't have a. He just said credits aren't a problem, and then Fennec says, well, she, "How we does need she? Muscle. How does she know them? How does Fennec know the the the, the armor and the big uh, John Favreau, the Bounty Guild? Remember, uh, dead? what's yeah? Uh, isn't John Favreau's uh, Bounty Hunter dead? We don't know he's dead. We just know the armor was taken off. Yeah, I don't see it. I, I I think before that happens, I think one of the bad batch. How much show money up. should we throw into this? I would say one of the bad surviving members of the bad batch a show dollar. up. Dollar before one of those fights. One dollar, a whole dollar. No, I refuse. Fine, a whole European. You know dollar. that would, would honestly make a lot of sense. You wouldn't have to pay another actor. You know, <laughs> ten. Tomorrow he gets to just you know he gets to be Commander Cody. He gets to be. Rex. I guess he'd be the entire bad batch. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see it actually. <laughs> Me, the entire Oprah, Oprah shows up on He's set. Crusher, you're tomorrow Morrison. You're tomorrow Morrison. You're all tomorrow. <laughs> Can you imagine Morrison. him doing like his like his like uh, the big guy Crusher, like yeah. his that impression, like the big the big. If he doesn't oh, Rekka, get Rekka, Rekka. He, Rekka. hey, if I'm Rekka. he doesn't get nominated for some kind of Emmy or some fucking if it award, if that happens, then fuck television. He does not do the voice for the Bad Batch. No, not at all. He would have, I mean, if if he did, if they were to go that path, like he would obviously work, I'm sure with the voice actor, Bradley D. Baker. Yeah. To like nail it down and everything. I mean, that would be amazing. But again, I don't believe, (laughs) I don't believe you're going to get your Mandalorian in the next episode. Yeah, probably not. It'll be the the last episode. Definitely not the next one. Yeah. Is that, or the penultimate, maybe. I don't know. The next episode yeah. is going to be, to our junior's point, the quest style, where quest. Fennec has to go and find someone to connect with whoever the heroes are they're going to come. This is where I can see the show them. actually going off planet, like in their yeah. recruitment. I, I don't think both of them would, but like maybe somebody takes right. fire spray and goes to recruit people. Fire starter. What if Cara Dune shows up somehow? I mean, that'd be a surprise. Recasted, yeah. People have talked about. They have. There have been rumors of like recasting her. Yeah. Um. Especially because that spinoff was supposed to feature her. So here's another like to kind of annoy Krishna because that's really why I do what I do. Um. So they play the Mandalorian theme music. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to make you believe. Oh, the Mandalorian Din Djarin is going to show up, or maybe one of his many grief friends or. Cobb Vanth or somebody like that shows up. But what if they decided to do something completely different where it's like, it's just music, right? And this music doesn't actually signify the Mandalorian, but it signifies more, you know, we're getting to work, we're getting shit done, or shit's about to go down, right? That's the significance of the music as opposed to it being a direct correlation to the Mandalorian. And instead, who shows up is none other than another notorious bounty hunter in the galaxy who knows Boba Fett really, really well. A Han fucking Solo decides to well, show up. Well, he's a up. smuggler. Yeah, he's not a, he's bounty, not a bounty hunter. hunter. That's the first. He kind of does some Second bounty Second of all, 
I mean, that would be cool, but again, why even bother using the Mandalorian? Just play the Boba theme and then have Han Solo show up. Or that'd the, be fucking cool. Or the Han Solo Don't theme. get me wrong. That'd be awesome. But there's no point in putting the Mandalorian theme there at all. Zero. Unless Mandalorian shows up. I think they put it in because they're going to uh, use time travel and Django will show up. I think they put it in there to make you the viewer <laughs> to remind you that there's still another exists. good show out there. Ooh. Ooh the real show is. Ooh. We're still waiting for the real show. Yeah. Ouch. Damn. That's, Damn. that's a take. Damn. That is a take. But, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of people agree with you. Uh,. I mean, there, I think their reception to this episode was a lot better than last week's. I will say it seems this. seems hit or miss. Seems right off the bat, though, like that whole sequence with the little um, rat droid <laughs> in the flashback and that weird like Disney-esque chase sequence with Fett and that creature robot um, felt really out of place and towards June's point disjointed again, especially when he picks it up by the throat and is like, do you know who I am? <laughs> I don't see th- what the point of telling some random droid that is. Like, what w- I don't get the point of that. Uh, so I didn't mind it because it reminded me sort of uh, OG Star Wars. Yeah. You know, like when the Jawas show up to sell the droids to Uncle Ben and Luke. You know, it reminded me th- a little bit of that. Th- these goofy fucking droids just being, having these weird personalities. Like, yeah. I-, I feel like droids are sort of this forgotten aspect of Star Wars mm. that is actually pretty important. Um, Something that was absent has been absent for a lot of Mando. Obviously, yeah. there was you know the the assassin bot in the beginning and end of that show, but like for the majority mm. of it, there hasn't necessarily been like the droid companion like right. there is in basically every other but again, mainstream. Again, Star though, Wars, I think it ties um, back into thing. where they are. Yeah, they're sure. the out of the ri- and they're the out of the rim. These people don't have a lot of money for you know fun stuff, and a droid. I think for the most part. You know, especially if you're on the move consistently, is kind of considered like a fun thing, right? As opposed to like a necessity. They also played Mando really hating droids yeah. for the whole first season. Right. Wouldn't let him work on a ship. So, right. I think. Carry on. <laughs> um, before we get into bold predictions for episode four, for the episode four, let's just revisit real quick our season long ones. Christian still believes the penultimate is going to be Old West Showdown. Um, I want to change that to Mando showing up. With uh, Cad Bane. Um, Paid by Paul Giamatti. Played by Paul that Giamatti. That's such a weird show. And um, Cad Bane will die. Wait, Why? what's this one? <laughs> wait, Thad? Oh, no, I just... Oh, uh, okay. I don't think that... Oh, yeah, yeah, my other bold prediction is Thad likes yeah. it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, nice. I, I predicted that. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we're still not at the penultimate, but, you know, Cad Bane is still definitely on the table as someone that may appear... Maybe um, they hire Cad Bane. Pikes, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah, maybe Fennec goes and gets Cad Bane. But I believe if Cad Bane shows up, he's going to be on the Pike side. Yeah. He's yeah. also That's, probably that would be old. Dope, he's actually. probably pretty old at this point, too. Well, you don't know race, how he ages. His race doesn't age that. They, they live a while. They're so immortal. Oh, he, he's old. They actually never die. <laughs> Who would you actually cast? For Cad Bane? Yeah. Well, it's Tom, Tom Hardy is your number one because he already played Bane. Uh, and now he can just play Cad Bane, and it's perfect. But Paul Giamatti is the right answer because it would be no, uh, the program AutoCAD. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Amazing. Actually, you know what would be better? Uh, it's such a nerdy if joke, they I think. Just, uh, they recreate Cad Bane in, like, the CG environments and, like, Rebels <laughs> or Bad Batch. Yes. And then they rotoscope him out and then stick that. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but and that's, like, that's Cad Bane. But it's going to be, like, the old, uh, the first seasons where it's, like, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's, yeah. you know, really, really, really bad. Yeah. I think they should actually age up Cad Bane, like, make him really old. And With put a beard. In, put in Clint Eastwood <laughs> under uh-huh. all that prosthetic. He's, like... Get off my No, no, no. Lawn. Just have just have Clint Eastwood show up, and then you do, like, a really shitty job of, like, a color replacement and just make his skin blue. Uh, I think Matthew McConaughey is the right uh, choice because the southern all draw. Right, all right, all right, Yeah, no, but, but, but Bane has, like, a slightly southern... Yeah, but, uh, but Matthew McConaughey, I don't... I've nev- he would never do it. Well, not that, but I've never uh, seen him play... Like, Cad Bane is ruthless, ruthless, right? Like... He oh, you've never seen Matthew McConaughey play. You've never uh, seen him play like bad, bad. Oh yeah, this would be his opportunity. He played a bad dad in Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> He's a terrible. Well, real quick, uh, to not to go back too much, but did anyone feel like there was a missed opportunity with the flashbacks? Like they kind of ended them, but I honestly thought as as soon as they did the Fennec, like oh, we're gonna get more, we're gonna connect it all the way up to where he is, and then they just kind of did this like quick montage, but. The most unanswered thing for me was, like, how he got to being able to track, you know, tracking Mando and then, like, tracking Cobb and the armor and everything, right? And I thought they would potentially, like, in the next episode show, like, him tracking and then going to the planet, right, where the disappearance is. Because, remember, he shows up with Fennec there because that's where he's tracked Mando with his armor, essentially. And that's when he kind of pledges, like, I, I don't know, though, if that's, like... I don't know. I mean, I mean, is any of it? I mean, your your question is going to be: Is any of it necessary? But I'm like, okay, is is him saving Fennec necessary? Is him hanging out with the Tuscans for two episodes necessary? No, I mean, all that stuff though builds up who he is as a character. I think that could potentially build him up as a character too, or like you know, depending on how you want to utilize that. I don't. I mean, he thinks that the stupid Sarak pit still had his armor. He went down. He he nuked it with a sonic charge. Uh, or Sonic Boom. Or I love I love those Sonic. Like, those, those were great. Um, and then obviously checked, didn't find it, and then clearly at some point he's going to go and just kind of track it down based on, you know, knowing. Like, at some point he'll have to remember that Jarwos took it, right? Or like do some kind of scan, whatever. Um, but yeah. also the other thing too is like, how did Mando learn about another Mandalorian? He heard it from a person. Talking about a person, so it's safe to bet like he would go to Mos Eisley or, or Mos um, Espa and ask around or whatever, like, "Hey, do you see some armor?" And then somebody would say whatever, and that leads him to that naturally. Um, and then obviously, you know, if he tracks down Cobb and Cobb's like, "Yeah, so and so took it," he's already got Fennec. Fennec knows who that person is, so then it's just a matter of tracking down. So like, it kind of logically makes sense. Then again, like. Seeing it, that's cool, but I just explained what you would be seeing. There's a better way to do it, too. There's a better way instead of a flashback. Cobb Vanth will be one of the people that show up and they'll have a conversation and be like, Oh, it's good to see you again. You'll be like, Yeah, you know, you roughed me up when you came to see me the last time and I gave you the, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I gave you the the business. business. (laughs) Actually, Cobb Vanth also makes sense to show up because. He's a sheriff. He's a sheriff. <laughs> he wants um, to protect or he's the a, people. Is he a sheriff? Is he sure. a sheriff? He's a sheriff. Well, sure. A protector? Yeah. The lethal protector. That's who he is. So oh, that's no, that's Venom. I'm sorry. Hello, <laughs> um, Eddie. In terms of other predictions, <laughs> I had said that Boba's ship is going to blow up. Technically. It still could happen. In um, 
in Clone Wars, doesn't the ship doesn't doesn't the well, ship he's, blow he's up? in this show. I know, show. but like the ship, the ship's already blown up. What Boba Fett's ship? Yeah, when his Jango's, it blew up in Clone Wars. They blow it up. They destroy the ship. You're talking about his helmet. Oh yeah, you're right. Not <laughs> his ship. <laughs> What's ship difference? helmet? Same thing. Big difference. Uh, and Arjuna said Omega will show up. Still could happen. I still, I still, I still contend. Fennec, Fennec the, and Omega were friendly. And the Camino flashbacks. They yeah. have to, I feel like they have to go back to those. Why, why even include those at this point, right? right. Uh, that hasn't played a part at all. That he's a clone, so. even though it's not been brought up. Once that's in what the show. That's why that's why it lends, lends credence. And yeah. he has something. daddy issues because he watches his daddy fly away. He has daddy <laughs> issues? Daddy. Why are you bring fat into Yeah, this? you brought he fat. He has daddy issues. Um, and then in terms of what we all thought was going to happen <laughs> in this episode. Man, I wish mine was right. Uh, Christian <laughs> thought the entire Power Ranger biker gang were going to die. That didn't happen. I was hoping for it. Uh, I said that the Pikes threat will wrap up by the end of this episode. But a biker gang did die. It just wasn't the one I wanted. <laughs> um, yeah, Pike's threat. That's probably going to be the whole season-long thing. And then Arjuna said a lightsaber will appear. <laughs> what? A light in the sky did appear. Yeah, so that's that true. doesn't really count really? at all. <laughs> wow, we were over. Well, this is a big O for three. Yeah, we kind of lost on this one. No points for anyone. Oh. Boo. Uh, episode five predictions. Uh, I'll go. You say the Mandalorian shows up, but then no, that's gonna be absolutely. The Mandalorian will die. Cobb Vanth is gonna appear in the next episode, and I think that's where we're gonna connect uh exactly how Bobo is able to get to Mando and get his armor back. Lame. That's a lame prediction. But that's probably the, is the show has been somewhat lame in part, so uh it tracks. Fine, I'm gonna go bold here. The Millennium Falcon will appear get out. towards the End of the episode. No. Look how specific. I hope it I hope it shows up right at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Chewie comes out. There's a whole fucking conversation. Like, wrong. fuck. There's just a there's a conversation between Chewie and Black Chrysanthemum. No subtitles. It's just them growling at each other. <laughs> yeah, there's not like nothing. You just have to just figure out what I would love that. And you have to tell what the context of the conversation is, just like what they're Their doing. Their body language. That'd be sick. Yeah, they yeah totally clearly they go through all the emotions, but like in the wrong <laughs> yeah, order. Like, like they're like hugging each other <laughs> and they're punching each other. <laughs> and then they're giving each other soup. I don't know where oh, I got the soup man. from, but uh, Jin, do you have a bull prediction? Yeah, for we are going to get a flashback, but it won't be through the back to tank, and it won't be through Boba. I think we're going to get flashbacks with Black Chrysanthemum. Ooh, like that it. feels weird, but okay. Like a gladiator, he's like, yeah. "Are you not entertained?" Yeah, and it's then a then flashback, and it's just comic strips <laughs> from the comics. Yeah, he throws like a, a Trandoshan like leg at the Emperor. Yeah. Someone like like uh, whoever's directing the episode is like right. fuck, fuck shooting this shit. We'll just show. Yeah, the I, I think we'll get with him or with Fennec. I think we're gonna still they're still gonna utilize the flashback um, portion because it it's been a consistent part of the show. It would just be weird to stop using it. Now. It'd be it'd be kind of funny if uh, Christian or who said it? You said it. His arm gets ripped off. That's so he's a back yeah. to tank. <laughs> That'd be amazing. A little nubby. that time. It is that time. Arjuna, you get to start us off. Ravi. Hello. Was the Book of Boba. You sound just like Kuroko from Kuroko's Basketball Live when you said that. Sorry. But he did. The Book of Basketball. Nice. The Book of Boba, Chapter 4, wasn't good. It was good. It's, uh, <sighs> and and I, I feel like I have to, at this point going forward, I have to uh, stop saying yes for every episode and actually start like critically thinking going forward. 
And the reason I say this is is because I feel like I made a mistake last week by saying that episode was good because mm-hmm. upon rewatching it, no, it was not good. It was actually legitimately bad. I just said it yes because I felt bad. Um, to be completely honest, I actually thought last week's was better than this week. I think this one was better um, because there was also partially the info dump and like fixing of things. You're gonna watch it next week again, Ravi? Yeah, I'd probably. Be like, oh, why did I say that? Yeah, I think uh, for next episode, episode five of Book of Boba, I'm gonna watch it at least two times before I do the pod. Oh yeah, and like really, that's what I try that's to smart. do. Really, that's like, smart. like try think to about it and 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 remove the fact that I'm a super fan. There you go. Um, Krishna was. Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4, The Gathering Storm. Good. So you just highlighted a really interesting issue because I want to say yes. Uh-huh. I feel bad for saying no. Why do we but feel it's bad? No. That's it's weird. No. It's because I think we have an attachment to Star Wars versus like we're much more cynical about Marvel stuff, for example, right? Oh, fuck Marvel. Because <laughs> Also because I think we grew up like with these cartoons and like that's the top tier for us. And like yeah. we like the MCU, but it's not like – we're we're able to be like okay, this is actually bad, and like this is yeah. this is this versus attachment like, to it. For Star Wars, it's like uh, that it's like was our, our first lives. Love. Yeah, it's our first exactly. love. Yeah, that makes and sense. like it means a lot. It yeah. means just so much more than like the MCU because the MCU like only came into our lives in two thousand eight. Like you know that continuity versus this continuity of Star Wars has been in our lives the entire time. Right. Yeah. You think you'd be more critical of it then? I mean, if it's the sequels, yes. <laughs> yeah, weird, weird how you're able to just turn it on for the sequels. No, yeah, it's a no. It's just uh, too many times where I was like, honestly, some of it was just boring. I mean, I'm, and I hate to say it, it's just too slow in some parts. The, the, the parts of it is just choppy as well. Even some of the acting is choppy. a little choppy here and there. I think that's why I feel bad because I like Tamara Morrison. I like the cast, and I feel like it should be better, but it isn't. Yeah, so I, I feel like the they. That's I feel like they made a, a conscious effort to make him talk more, because they didn't want the comparisons to Mando, where he doesn't talk a lot. Right? He's kind of he's not a silent protagonist, but you know you don't see his face. He's at his best, which is weird. Silent. Why can't we have a bunch of moody people in Star? Like the universe sucks. Right. Everyone's gonna be a fucking moody and that, maybe moody boy. Maybe that's the problem with the show. Maybe having this come out after Mando when Boba is so similar to Mando, right? And they obviously intentionally made Mando like similar to Boba Fett because I I don't know if you guys remember like before the show came out when the first stills were coming out people were like oh is this Boba Fett mm-hmm. like that was that was the first thing and I think because they finally made a Boba Fett episode they don't want people to just think this is Mando season three they want this to be like oh this is a different character but in doing that you've also changed you fundamentally who this character is yeah and maybe that's also why we feel bad because it's like it's Boba Fett. Right, it's Boba Fett, and it's like, oh yeah, we want to like give them a chance to see what they're doing. But four episodes in, it's like, ah, what are I they doing? Up. I will, I, I will say th- this episode did have some really good moments. Like I thought the whole battle with the Sarlacc pad was hilarious because mm-hmm. it's like Boba facing his number one nemesis. Yep, you know, <laughs> like one, and I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and also blowing up the speeder bikes. I'm like, finally, we got like an authentic Boba Iconic. moment. Yeah, uh, but I would love it. that. that as was a po- it. I would love that as a poster, just like. Yeah. The the, you the going fire sprayer just like the raining havoc down on yeah. those those bikes were great. Arjuna now, was oh sorry uh, last thing Arjuna was uh, this chapter of Boba Book of Boba good. Uh, despite it containing maybe my favorite visual of the show so far, uh, it was not good. It was uh, disjointed, like I said at the top, 
And I'm a little concerned with how this show is going. We're over halfway now. We only have three episodes left. Maybe it can rally and finish, you know. The potential's there. Right. Maybe this is the setup and it's some of the harder stuff to get through. Now we can just kind of go full throttle. But I kind of have my doubts now and I'm a little bit worried about how this show is going to land the ship. Oh, wow. Wow. That was good. Not. Yeah. How long are you thinking about that? Uh, probably like six weeks. Wow. Oh, all right. Nice. Well, that's <laughs> going to do it for us on the Book of Boba Fett. Before we get out of here for this episode, this week's uh, Was It Good? I'm going to pitch Christian Arjuna on Netflix's newest horror show, Archive 81. I have 60 seconds to convince them why they should tune in for this. All right, Ravi, your time thing. starts now. Before I read this pre-written notepad here, I want to point out that I care so much about this show, and I'm so intrigued by the show, I spent time writing this uh, little note here. So let me go ahead and read this to you guys, okay? Are you tired of large, complicated franchises? Does Marvel, Star Wars, Star Trek promise you something different, yet it is the same? Do you want to be scared, but not like super scared? Do you believe that it is possible for spirits to exist within parts of the radio spectrum that we do not understand? Then check out Archive 81, a new eight-episode Netflix show that offers something new, yet different, but yet new. That's my pitch. You you still have uh, 10 seconds. I know. You're not going to use your time. I'm You're that I'm confident. Uh, I'm, I'm that confident that my pitch... Is intriguing enough. And also, VHS Space Demons. Time is time up. Travel. Time is up. Time is up. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. That last bit is what probably convinced me the most. Space Demons? Ten- when you said VHS, VHS Space Demons? Is that what you said? VHS Space Demons, that time travel. Okay, that is all you needed to really do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also, intriguing. That That's a cool visual. I love the fact that you wrote it out. Thank Good you. job. Thank you. Um, the only thing is, it was very corporate sounding. I know. Um, and that pitch. hurts. That I hurts. Fun. That hurts you. I want the. Ra- I want. I want Ravi, not the Netflix spokesman. Right. Are we sponsored by Netflix right now? Yeah. No, no, Damn it. Because you went all out there. Anyway, that said, very good. Intriguing. Again, if you guys can stomach it, I would say watch it, and then let's is do it gory? a pod. It's not gory. Oh. But if you can stomach well, it, it's scary. Sleep. If you can sleep and stomach it, how will I know if I can sleep before? I need to know that before. I'll say this. this Remember what Eternals did to him. This this (laughs) has my pitch. I'll say this, though. And you can ask uh, Lauren this. I would only try and watch the show when the light was on, like the daylight. And I would also make sure not to watch it like in this room, which is very dark and kind of secluded from the rest. I'd watch it in the main part of the house. Wow. Is that scary? It's not that it's that scary. It's just disturbing. There's things there disturbing and like what why I really want you guys to talk ab- like look into it is because it does touch upon um a science that it touches upon like the idea of like the radio spectrum frequency discussions that tie into like ghosts, aliens, interdimensional stuff. Stuff that kind of in a weird way kind of makes sense but kind of doesn't. It's fascinating stuff. But again, you need to watch the show to like really drive into it. To drive into it. Not to drive, drive into it. Drive into it, yes. All right. Yes. I'm going to get my driving skills on as I watch <laughs> Watch show. Archive 81 on Netflix. <laughs> Was it good? Sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's uh, that's gonna do it for us here on Was It Good? As always, we drop these pods or we do these pods live every Friday on youtube.com slash was it good. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram at was it good pod, follow us on Twitter at was it good. Our website, wasitgood.info, has some really good blogs. Definitely check it out. Our next pod is gonna be this coming Friday on Peacemaker. Unfortunately, it's just going to be uh, Christian and myself, or Juna and myself, excuse me, and uh, Mr. Lieberman will also be joining us as special guest uh, because we need uh, an outside opinion on Peacemaker. Uh, Michael will just be Krishna. Like, he will just pretend to be Krishna. Lieberman is one of the greatest actors of our generation, so he will play Krishna. By the way, I haven't watched Peacemaker, so you have to play me <laughs> and uh, forget about it and act like... Uh, <laughs> that you haven't seen. You should watch the show just for the intro song. Yeah, I've heard that. Nice. I will watch it. I will. Goodbye.